10,000 pounds over here. <laughs> like you're wearing a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. I'm going to just do a little intro and then we'll start. Okay. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us in the Floating City podcast once again. I got my friend here, Sierra. I am, um, is Sierra, Ciara? What Ciara. You, I Ciara. answer to them all. Up. Okay. Okay, sweet. <laughs> this is a podcast where I interview people that very much inspire me that are entrepreneurs and or artists that have built a solid um, business for themselves. And um, yeah, so I'd like to talk a little bit about your wellness center and the stuff you do. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <sighs> so I am in the health and wellness field. Mm-hmm. I'm actually third generation. So both my mom and my grandmother were in the health and wellness field before me. Okay. And um, I co-founded Living Water Wellness, which is my wellness center in San Diego with my mom about, gosh, 17 years ago, roughly. Dang. Yeah. How old so are you? a long time. I'm only 35. So, so I started how, when I was really young. How old were you? 18? 16. Damn. Okay. <laughs> nice. So I never thought I would really do the health part of it. I thought I was more interested in like the management entrepreneurial part of it, like scaling this business, right? So my mom had a center and was training people for cleansing and detoxification. And so I saw what she was doing. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you should expand. You know what I mean? Like you're sitting on something really awesome here. So I, that's what I did. I helped her do that. So I spent about two years kind of figuring out the ropes and the management perspective of it. And then we started opening other centers. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually kind of got my original start though with my grandmother. So my grandmother had her own center when I was in my childhood. So around 10, she would take me to her business mm-hmm. and she, she's like super hardcore alpha female so she wrote me a whole script on how I could answer her phones and <laughs> sell her products and her whole business. So that was what I would do. From like 10 to 12, I would hang out with my grandmother at her office and basically sell packages, talk about the treatments that she offered, and sell her packages and programs and supplements. Dang. So that's where I kind of got my, I think the entrepreneurial start was like, I'm like, oh, this is how you do it. Yep, so yep, yep, yep. when I started working with my mom... Um, I needed to get trained as a colon hydrotherapist because that was one of the number one services they did in that office. And at 16, I was like, okay, I'm managing, but I could be making more money yeah, if yeah, I yeah. specialized in these things. So I started um, training for that, got certification for that, got certified in um, lymphatic drainage, and then just started basically interning with my mom and my grandmother. And so How old were you then? Oh, oh gosh, this was over from over the eight between the age of sixteen and nineteen. Damn, so cool. Sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean it was it was being cool to be able to step into those shoes, and both of them like had big shoes to fill too, because my grandmother was like an educator and an author. I mean, she was author on the first book ever written on internal cleansing, and then my mom had her business and was a teacher. Oh. And she had like the number one school internationally for teaching people these certifications. So I actually certified through her and her school. So not only did I get to train with them, but then I just basically interned with their businesses for most of my young adult area age, I yeah, guess you yeah. would say. 
Um, so yeah, so then at about 19, I was like, you know what, mom, we should expand this. So we opened up another office together, um, again, with me just managing and helping her. And then, um, by then I was probably in my early twenties. I said, you know what, we can open another office, but I need to be a partner. I don't want to be working for you anymore. Mm -hmm. if I'm going to keep doing this. So we opened another office in San Diego, which is still an office I have now. And I, that's, I now have sole ownership of that. So Yeah. Dang. Okay. Well, just to backtrack a little bit, we met at Regulars Wanted. This is kind of a, a pattern of like my guests. <laughs> yeah, I met a bunch of them on at Regulars Wanted, and um, yeah, you came in and like you at first you stuck out. You're very well spoken. You like you know very like hi individually like said hi to everyone, and that stuck out specifically. And then I found you on facebook afterwards and i'm like oh you're talking about superfood lattes or smoothies or something and i was like oh i didn't know that she was into that and then you looked for um someone for raw vegan pr food prep and i was like oh, okay what and then i started asking you about that and then um yeah that's kind of how we started talking you know yeah started um connecting was came together yes. mutual love of all things health and wellness yes totally and um yeah and i had a couple of a couple of years um with living in oregon city mm -hmm. and in like a vegan raw vegan community and we we're like living off the land and a lot of that's not all off the land but it was a lot of that so I was like, okay, dang, she wants to get into raw foods. Mm -hmm. like she, and it sounded like you already knew what you were doing. You just wanted people to do that extra stuff for <laughs> I you. just so wanted I like, people to do it for me. Yes, <laughs> totally. Because, I mean, you, it seemed like you were busy. And then I had you on Instagram. And um, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, I am Ciara Mumford. I am Ciara Mumford. At her, she's very entertaining and very... <laughs> There's a lot of knowledge to pick up there. That I have was... a lot of fun on social media. Like yes. I am, do not like to take myself too seriously. I'm kind of over like the phony, fake, false light template BS that kind of goes on on the social media platforms. Like I definitely have a lot of background and a lot of ancestral knowledge, but I also like to have a lot of fun. Yes. So that's always cool to be on there. And then now you're on Clubhouse, which we'll talk a little bit more about later. So, um... Your wellness center is in San Diego right now. What do you guys offer there? Yes. Yeah, so my wellness center, I mean, it's evolved over the years. We still have some of our staple offerings. So when it comes to treatment, we have colon hydrotherapy, which is amazing for internal cleansing. I mean, I, I don't know if we, we talked about that, but it's, we have not, but... it's amazing for internal cleansing. Um, lymphatic drainage, which is really, really, really vital for the immune system, immuno health, immunocompromised, autoimmune conditions. Um, infrared technology, so we do a lot of infrared for skin health and weight loss. Um, we have a bunch of different coaches there that are all trained and certified in cleansing and detoxification, so we really help find our clients' solutions to whatever's going on with them. So like I personally now am a disease and illness specialist, so I specialize in prevention. So when I'm meeting people, I create and cultivate um, lifestyle, diet, and protocols that will help them in their own personal recovery. Um, and so that's kind of how it has evolved. So I do a lot of consulting, um, medical mediumship, and a lot of treatments, and then we facilitate that for them. Very cool. And so what diseases have people come to you with? 
So we see everything from people who are currently in recovery from cancer to the common cold. Um, I really prefer to see people on the side of prevention. So I like to see people who are making this part of their lifestyle. Like they realize how vital digestive health is. They realize mm -hmm. how important their immune system is. So they're doing treatments really to just prevent further issues. But we do see and have seen since I had worked with my grandma up until now having this facility, um, people who are in recovery. And I've seen multiple people be able to recover from autoimmune conditions, breast cancer, prostate cancer, colon cancer. Um, and obviously that's all their own doing between yeah, yeah, yeah. you know choices that they're making holistically to make changes in their lives to treatments that they're doing and creating like full lifestyles around healing and prevention. And have any... Are, is it like in conjunction with medical stuff or do they like, they're like, this is not working for me or this is not going to work. I'm going to go with just holistic. Both. Um, we have doctors that send their clients to us for different treatments and they prescribe the treatments that we do. And then we have some other clients. So they're doing it in conjunction with Western medicine. I love that. I think that that's really great because a lot of the treatments that we offer can be things that can help to boost the immune system. So while you're going through other treatment, it can be amazing done hand in hand. We have other people who obviously want to approach everything from just a completely 100% natural perspective. And in that case, we can offer support with that as well. It's really up to the client. Yeah, I, we yeah. see both though. Mm, very cool. Sounds like a lot of hope in a world especially in the medical world i've known people i've heard of people i knew people that it's just like real it can be a really mm -hmm. dark path mm -hmm. if you just rely on a really bad doctor that's mm -hmm. just you know it's just like it's one doctor's visit and then the next one is even worse and then the next one's worse and it's a lot of false hope mm -hmm. you know a lot of the people say that holistic medicine is a lot of false hope but i've realized over the years that a lot of western medicine is false hope as well so i really like the real real hope like empowering stuff like you get a diet protocol or something like that yeah. that's very empowering for the person as well rather than you know leaving it up to a doctor to just fix everything for you um yeah yeah i mean on that note i think that you know one of the and and i don't even necessarily blame western medicine or yeah, doctors yeah. really i think i blame like our desire to have autonomy and like sovereignty. I think that most people would love like a one-stop shop, a quick answer, a band-aid. Um, most people don't want to take accountability. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to drop the bombs, like yeah. most people don't want to be accountable for their health, for their wellness. Um, and that's serving no one. I mean, you can't put your life in the hands of a physician and then, you know, go home and eat nothing but processed foods and GMOs and expect that everything's going to be okay. And so I'm more about, um, you know, having, I think, more like sovereignty and autonomy in the sense that, like, you should be educating yourself. We've got Google at, the, at this day and age. Like, you don't need to be relying on the voices of every specialist, doctor, guru. I mean, you can go do research. You can be accountable and responsible for your well-being. And that's when you're going to live your most optimal life because no one's going to know you better than you know you. But how do you know yourself if everything you do is rooted in everybody around you? And I mean, this could get real woo-woo because now outside of owning my center, I this is what I do as a guide and as a mentor. I help people 
spiritually, energetically, emotionally, mentally, and physically. Yes. So after being in that field for 17 years, I know that there's so much more that goes into your health than just being physically healthy. There's so much more that goes into your health than having a proper diet and your physical fitness and what you put into your mouth. It's also your mindset and your emotional state and your limiting belief systems and the energetic blockages in your body and all of your lineal trauma. I mean, we could go on and on mm-hmm, and on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, I was, like I said, I was practicing being a raw vegan for a while and it would, it turned into a really unhealthy relationship mm-hmm. with food at one point And it was very toxic. Like, mm-hmm. even though I was like as slim as I ever was and mm-hmm. everything, it was just, it was very stressful relationship with food if you don't have it all lined up it doesn't really matter well it does matter but then at the same time it does not matter what exactly you're eating because your mind is just sabotaging everything yeah and food is just one of the many components and senses that we have to nurture right Mm -hmm. i mean we've got food we've got breath we've got touch we've got smell i mean there's so many things that we have to um, take into consideration. Food is an easy one because we're so emotionally attached to food as a culture. I attribute that to like lifetimes of starvation, <laughs> but I mean, that's going that could be kind of woo, but mm-hmm. I mean, we, we are emotionally attached to food. Like even right now I'm juicing yeah. and people will constantly say to me, Oh my God, you're juicing. How do you juice fast? That's so crazy. I'd be starving. And it's like, um, let's break down some logic really quickly. When you eat nothing but Chick-fil-A for a whole 24 hours, you're literally receiving no nutrient value. Everything in that is dead. There's no nutrients. And you're getting calories, but you're not getting any vital nutrients that your body needs. That's starving. We're a culture of people who are starving but obese because we're eating foods that are terrible for our body. So we're holding on to that fat on a physical and cellular level But we're also starving to death inside, and that's what's causing disease. Because if you don't have nutrients to counteract disease, then you're basically, you know, in this kind of starvation mode where you can let disease run rampant in your body. So, for instance, when I do a juice that has more vegetables in it than I could cook in a day, and they're completely live, and they're completely raw, and I'm drinking that, I might be kind of in a caloric deficit or I'm not getting my normal fiber amount that I would get. But when it comes to actual nutrients, dense nutrients, I couldn't do this in a normal day usually. Yes. So I'm definitely not starving. I'm totally nourished. I'm just, my stomach might be telling me that I want to eat. Yeah. And that's the stomach's job so that you don't starve yourself. But, you know, you've got to, you have to know how each organ works and like give it its own identity and like, Realize that, thank you, stomach, for telling me that you're hungry right now. We're fasting. Everybody else is nourished. My cells are nourished. My organs are nourished. I'm feeling great and wonderful. And I'll get back to you in a couple days when I'm eating again. Use the opportunity for a break. Yes. And you're hydrating yourself. Absolutely. Most people are severely dehydrated. And, you know, what you said, you only eat Chick-fil-A in a day. It sounds like an exaggeration, but 
Girl, I know a lot of people I've done that it. way. Don't get me wrong. I have done it too. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? We, I think we've all done it at one point in our lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I also am a big fan of moderation. Yeah. So like I use cleansing and fasting and different types of detoxes as an opportunity to continue living a lifestyle I love. You yes, know? totally. I, I'm no longer, I too told you I'd done raw food before I did, I was raw foodist for about six months. Oh. Um, and I loved it. I yeah. felt really great for a really long time, except for the first month. Anybody who's ever gone raw or gone like seriously live plant-based foods will know you immediately start having gastric issues, a lot of gas, a lot of bloating, and a lot oh. of discomfort. And it's a good sign because you're in a process of detoxing. So it's like, it's a necessary evil. Um, that's when I recommend a colonic. And it's so funny. I actually have a center that does colonics. And when I went raw the first three weeks, I didn't give myself a colonic. And it wasn't by, it wasn't until the third week that I was like, I don't know if I can keep doing this to a friend. And they're like, well, have you had a colonic yet? And I'm like, Oh, no. And they're like, what's wrong with you? Like, you have full access to this yeah. and you're not doing it. I'm like, I don't know. I think even I just, it just slipped my mind too. Yeah. I went and got a colonic. After that, it was no problem. It, it was a part, it was detoxing. The cells in my body were detoxing. The cell wall in your um, colon, the lining of your colon's detoxing. You're excreting, excreting chemicals. You're excreting gases. You're killing bacterias that are bad for you, like candida. Um, even parasites. So your body starts to experience what we call cleansing crisis. And then some a treatment like colonics could support you in cleansing crisis by literally flushing out anything that's causing the problem. So it was so funny that even I didn't think of that. As soon as I did that, the rest of the time was perfect. And wow. I felt amazing. Yeah, that's, that was my first, yeah, first month and a half. Crazy gas. Like, I was like, what? I didn't even realize you could, and then waking up in the morning, like, after eating raw all day, craziness. Um, did you, oh, so, for people that don't know what colon hydrotherapy is. Oh, yeah. What, I'd be yes. gla gladly tell you. Yes. <laughs> it is, like, the oldest thing in the book, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, this is something that the ancient Egyptians were doing back you know, centuries ago, um, they were doing it in the hospitals up until the forties when we introduced prescription drugs and medication. I won't, we won't go there. So doctors and nurses were doing it in the hospitals in the forties and they were doing it again for anything from like, uh, actual serious condition to a cold mm -hmm. because 70% of your immune system lies in your colon. And unfortunately we eat like junk in our society. And even when we try to eat good, our foods are depleted and um, you know, it's, we're not growing our own stuff, unfortunately. And so this is just, you know, this is a chronic issue in the US in general. So basically what ends up happening is the average person who should be going to the bathroom two or three times a day has anywhere from about five to 15 pounds of just fecal buildup within the walls of the colon. And then what happens with that is we start to see the increase in disease immunocompromising issues and so on, even just skin disorders. I mean, you name it. Brain fog, that's a big one. Brain fog, um, concentration, clarity. So what a colon hydrotherapy treatment does is you have this trained therapist who gets certified through an international organization to actually facilitate the removal of this material. So what they do is they basically fill the five feet of colon with water. It's all totally purified. It's all FDA registered equipment. There's four filter filtration systems, water purification through UV lighting, everything. 
So there is an insertion, obviously, into the rectum because you have to get the water in there. Um, but it's tube up your butt. Basically, tube up your butt. <laughs> Let's just get down to the, the brass tacks. But it's not super uncomfortable because it's smaller than a bowel movement. So most people come in and they're like super nervous about it and they're like, is it going to be painful? It's like, it's going to be awkward. I mean, yeah. it's just, you're not used to going to the bathroom in that direction. So that's really <laughs> what feels weird. Yeah. Um, but no, it's not painful. Um, and most people who later say, oh my God, it was so painful, usually are pretty uptight to begin with because they can't just relax and let their body release. The painful quote unquote thing that they're saying is really just their inability to purge, like they're holding on to a lot of stuff. So that can be uncomfortable. Just like if you have constipation, you get uncomfortable. If you're refusing to let your body release in a session, that can be uncomfortable too. But I mean, I think it's just like an exaggerated expression. Uh, It's really just more awkward than anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like having the best balance movement of your life because if you can get water through all five feet of the colon, you can release five to 15 pounds of fecal material from your gut. And that's not even the coolest part about it, in my opinion. The more important part for me as like a disease and illness specialist is I want to see all of the toxicity that's storing in the wall of the colon be released. All of the bacterias that are causing lesions in the wall of the colon that causes later um, autotoxicity, I want to see those released. And that's microscopic. Yep. So... That's really what like gets me excited about it because you know your liver is the filter for your body and it drains the bile into the go- the colon and if you're not going to the bathroom regularly so if you're not going to the bathroom two or three times a day which most people aren't then where is all those toxins going where are they where are they hanging out they're mm-hmm. hanging out right there in the wall of the colon and unfortunately what happens over time is that your colon is supposed to work like a sponge. It's gonna hold those toxins for you to kind of protect you and keep you safe. But if you've been abusing that organ and its its function starts to weaken, then that toxicity can end up going back out into the body instead of isolating and being removed like it's meant to. And then if it does that, that's when we start to see other illnesses and diseases form. So that's why they say the colon regulates 70% of your immune system because it protects you from that happening. And unfortunately, that's happening with a lot of people, mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. you and I. Yep, yep, yep. And so that's why I dig this treatment still, even though I don't administer them anymore in my wellness center. Like, I will always keep my wellness center, even as my spiritual business and my um, coaching business continues, because this is the root of everything. Yeah, yeah. And I know now, working with energy, that your root, literally your root chakra, what connects you to this planet, what keeps you alive, what keeps you safe, is regulated by your colon. So it will always be at the base, literally, root of of my business. Wow. Okay. Awesome. And you can still get that done at your wellness center? Oh, yes. Please. If you're in San Diego, come to my wellness center. We're number one in Southern California. We worked hard for that title. So yes, you come and see us. It's livingwaterwellness.com. Schedule with any of my girls there. They're amazing. Mention the podcast. We'll get you guys a discount. Ooh, come on now. Yes, I'm all about that. So, and you would recommend it even for people that aren't detoxing or anything like that? Absolutely. Yeah. I still do one a month. The times that I don't, I regret it. Wow. There's times that I've like traveled or I've been out of town or things have been busy and I skip my one a month and I can feel it. I I can start to feel the brain fog. I can start to feel the fatigue. I can start to feel the um, bloating. I can start to feel the food cravings coming back. Yeah. 
So it you would it definitely helps with food cravings, with bloating, with weight loss weight problems. Loss, everything. Dang. I mean, it's obviously it it can based on the client and what they're experiencing. But people call me all the time and they're like. So what can I expect to achieve with a colonic? And I'm like, I don't know, make a list of 10 symptoms and cross seven of them off. If it's 70% of what's going on in your body is rooted in the health of your colon, then that's really the likelihood of the results you're going to get. So it could be completely unrelated. I've had people tell me, oh my gosh, my nails are growing or my skin's cleared up or I got pregnant. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you name it. Yeah, I remember I used to, when I lived in Portland, I worked at this produce shop, and this girl recommended to the owner, she was really into detox and wellness as well, she recommended to the owner to get a colonic, and he was like, men are kind of weird about, you know... A little the, anal the, about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can be a little weird more than girls, um, I've noticed. Well, and, and that's why I remind them that it's like, yeah, it's super awkward in the sense that it's it's a little more foreign for you, but yeah. in reality, it's always going to be smaller than your normal bowel movements. So things pass through there of that size, whether or not, you know, it's warranted or you're yeah. expecting it. So it's not going to ever be something where you can't do it or it's painful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He said that he had on his like upper thighs were numb for what, for a bit, like the first like couple layers of skin he said was numb. And then when he wow. would suck in his stomach, he could feel this like pains, like a sharp pain somewhere. Mm. And his eyes would water up just from like, Sucking in, and then after his colonic, the numbness went away, and that sharpness was gone. So, and it was it was like seven years that he was feeling that way. Isn't that insane? That is so nuts. That's literally how full of shit people are. Literally, honestly, that, that is. Wow, yeah, that's really powerful stuff. I mean, I know we weren't going to do a whole episode on colonics, but no. I, it's hard not to, to talk get about fired it. up about it because it literally is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the other treatment we do there, the lymphatic drainage, equally is amazing because there's an epidemic mm. right now of autoimmune disease. Everyone, Everybody and their neighbor is popping up with Lyme disease or Hashimoto's or lupus or fibromyalgia. I mean, it's happening like crazy rampant. And it's my belief, it's, this is, you know, my own personal experience <laughs> that autoimmune is just what happens after our, our actual lymphatic system has been compromised for so long. Mm-hmm. Whether that means excessive use of antibiotics and infections or periodontal issues that went un noticed or untaking or not taken care of or trauma and then this all affects your hormones and your lymphatic system and all disease starts with hormonal imbalances so if your lymphatic system is off and your hormones are off then you're going to eventually it's going to manifest itself somehow maybe not tomorrow it could be 30 40 50 years from now but if you're aware of that early on, there's things you can do to prevent that, right? Like keep your lymphatic system strong, pay attention to periodontal conditions or, or keep your guts gut clean. I mean, these are things that can be preventative long-term. Mm. And what, so a quick rundown of what the lymphatic system is, because I never heard of it. Some people might not. Yeah, your lymphatic it. system is your immune system. So when you hear people talk about your immune system, you're like, oh yeah, my immune system. Wait, where's that? Yeah, it's yeah. everywhere. It's yeah. in your entire body. And the reason why it's everywhere is because it is your lymphatic system, which is a circulatory system. Mm-hmm. So it's as extensive as your blood system. The only difference is it doesn't have a pump. So your blood pump is pumped through the heart 
and through the body, right? The lymphatic system doesn't have a luxury of having a pump. Instead, it has um, these little nodes. I, I call them like conduits, basically. So where the fluid can become easily congested if you're not doing things to keep it moving. So because it doesn't have a pump, movement is really important. A lot of nodes are, are um, in areas that have like joints, so you can, by moving your arms, moving your legs, moving your body, you're actually physically pumping those nodes and helping things to flow. Mm-hmm. It's also a liquid system, basically. So you need to be drinking enough water and hydrating. Really, really important. And like you said, no one's hydrating enough. No one. You should be drinking like a minimum of half your body weight in fluid ounces. And that's like the bare, bare bones minimum. Most people, if you have other things going on, like you go do hot yoga or you are like an aggressive sweater and you're out running and working out or um, you're not feeling well. I mean, all of these things, it's like, okay, tack on 20 ounces, tack on 20 ounces, tack on 20 ounces. So depending on your body weight, I mean, most people could easily drink a gallon of water a day depending on their body weight. Now, who actually is doing that? You know what I mean? Like nobody. No one. <laughs> I catch myself not doing it a lot. Oh, so it is. It's. I won't pretend like it's easy to do. It is yeah. hard to do because it's like that would require you and I in this conversation finishing all thirty-two ounces of this water. And how are we going to do that when we're chit-chatting? You know what I mean? That's going to be really complicated. But I'm going to chug it when I'm done. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> to totally. make sure. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really important one, um, making sure that you're drinking enough fluids and keeping that system moving properly. Um, what else? So we said fitness. Oh, diet. So anything you're putting in your mouth, I and mean, the cleaner the better because your lymphatic system is going to have to work that stuff out for you. So if you're putting in a bunch of things that are, you know, gen- genetically modified or... Preservatives. Old, tons of preservatives or... Um, uh, pesticides and herbicides, like your body's going to have to figure out how to get these toxins and these chemicals out that you're putting in. Your body sees them as foreign, so it tries to either isolate it or like store it somewhere and it will do that within your lymphatic system and then compromise your immune system. So I think purifying how you eat in a more honorable way is super important. Um, Things you can do, rebounding, have you heard of rebounding? Like the little trampolines, that's great. It's a good way to lose weight too. Um, just regular walking and movement, dry skin brushing. I don't mm-hmm. know if you have a dry skin brush, but that's love something it. you can easily do at home. Um, I love regular, just regular massage, but the lymphatic massage that I'm really into is the electro lymphatic that we have at our office. We actually have a number of lymphatic massage therapists that have turned electro-lymphatic massage therapists because it's about 50 times more effective than just a regular standard manual lymphatic yeah. massage because it uses an electrical current that can penetrate into the body about two and a half inches. So it can get past bone, it can get past tissue, it can get past ligaments and help basically liquefy and purge kind of that coagulated material that's in the nodes. Mm. So that's the one that I dig. If you can find that in your area, that would be the first choice. Uh, obviously, if you're in San Diego, come to Living Water Wellness. Yeah, but if you're please. not, <laughs> if you're not, find it. It's called Electro Lymphatic Drainage and find a place kind of near you. And then if you can't find that because it is pretty new on the market. Um, fly I've been just, to San Diego. Yeah, fly to San Diego. Yeah. Visit me. No, um, we've been doing it for 20 years, but we were one of the first people who ever had it. We're like one of three people who had it on the West Coast. Wow. So it is fairly new and getting, you know, it's newer technology. So doctors and plastic surgeons and people who actually mm. promote lymphatic drainage are just getting familiar with it. 
Um, but if you can't find that in your area, then just look for a lymphatic massage therapist because the, anything's going to be better than nothing. Yes, totally. I, it's crazy how the holistic world is and not to, you know, throw stones at the, the Western medicine, allopathic medicine, but in 2014, they started putting in textbooks that we had a lymphatic system in our brain. And I've known of herbalists talking about the lymphatic system in your brain since like this dude talking about it in 93. Mm -hmm. And it was like, people were like, no, what is it? Um, quackery, you know, all that stuff. And then they just figured that out very <laughs> recent, 2014. I know. That is so nuts. That's so, the other thing too about allopathic medicine is it's like science is changing. Some some of our doctors like got their finished their education sixty some years ago and they're still practicing practicing medicine and they've never gone back for like any updated information, yeah. science or education. And science is changing so quickly so like my favorite thing is to find a allopathic doctor that's also gone back and like has learned about alternative medicine or ayurvedic medicine or whatever like Fasting. some of the best doctors in san diego that i work with have their original um education in western medicine and then have gone back and gotten an education because that makes you so well-rounded um, and that should be celebrated, right? Like ex ex doing extended education. Yes. Like, I mean, it should be mandatory. It <laughs> should be. If you're practicing on people and you didn't even know that there was a lymphatic system in your brain or like you're turning people away because you didn't recommend diet, that is a sin. Uh, it's crazy. And you, I have clients that come in for recovery from the C word often and they literally have been told by their doctors that they don't need to change their diet even though there's ample research that shows that when you do change your diet and you do raise your pH you have more of a chance of recovering so it's out there the I, information yeah. is there right it's ignorance I mean I've I've heard of some, some girl she was losing weight because of chemotherapy and the doctor told her like if anything you should be eating a lot more pizza and junk food because you need to put on weight like that is that is what kills people that's what feeds disease and i mean yeah junk feeds disease let's just i mean that doesn't take a scientist to know yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. shit produces shit you know what i mean yeah. so it's like I think, I'm sorry, do you kiss on this? Yeah, go Okay, for it. Do I'm like now cussed three times. And yeah, like, no, you're I good. I forgot to ask good. you if I'm allowed to use foul language. Yeah, no, no, you're good, you're good. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's, and that I heard that so much more than you would even realize. And it is literally the easiest adjustment that you can make. And um, free. And completely free. I mean, and sometimes cheaper. But it comes back to two things. One, we're releasing our accountability to somebody else to tell us what to do, right? So if you're getting a diagnosis that you don't like, take all of the information that you can to support you making a decision for yourself that's going to bring you to optimal health. Yeah, yeah. Now, a lot of people would hear, oh, you don't have to change your diet. They'd be like, great. Thank you for the permission to slip to keep eating like crap. And it's like, hey, if you're looking for a permission slip to not live your best life, then you're on the right track. Now, if you're looking for 
actual advice on how to improve your situation, that's going to require effort. Mm -hmm, That's mm going to require change. You know, whatever got you into the position you're in, change is going to have to get you out of it. You can't do the same thing over and over and expect a different result, right? We all know that phrase. Yes. But when people hear that they can keep doing the same thing and that something will change, they don't seem to like rationally think that through and be like, oh yeah, that actually, that doesn't work. I've heard that since I was a kid. That's not how it works. (laughs) But they're quick to be like, okay, my doctor told me. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, then you do you, boo. (laughs) There's nothing we can do here. So, um, So when it comes to the stuff that you offer at the center, what is everything you guys offer? Lymphatic drainage. Lymphatic. Gosh, so many things. Okay, lymphatic drainage. um, And that is like the massages? The electro-lymphatic drainage. Um, We also do specialty versions of that. So we do it for post-op. So that's a huge thing right now. Like if you've ever had surgery of any kind... It's a great treatment to do after surgery because it heal your your healing time. It like cuts in half, so it really speeds up um, your healing time. We used to work with like the sideline doctor down here um, for a couple sports teams, and they would have all their off season surgeries come in for this treatment in particular because it would you'll heal faster, or they were healing faster, and they were healing like in better condition. So really great for post surgery as well. That's called post op lymphatic drainage. It's great for elective surgery, too, just plastic surgery and stuff. Um, We do it for the face as well, so it's really great for anti-aging. So there's different specialty stuff you can do with it because your lymphatic system also regulates, like, cellulite and fatty deposits in the body and um, signs of aging, fine lines, wrinkles, and inflammation. I'm approaching 30 here, so I'm like, (laughs) noticing all my forehead wrinkles. (laughs) Well, you know, I read in um, this book on quantum physics that if you live in the mountains, you actually age faster. Oh. Yeah, the higher the the elevation, the further away from sea level, the faster you age. So we're just going to have to embrace it. I guess so. And drink more green juice. <laughs> and drink more green juice. <laughs> it's just a subtle difference, but yeah, maybe we can counteract it with some green juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so, um, okay, yes, yes, the other treatments. So, yes. um, the lymphatic drainage and for all the specialty stuff, uh, the colon hydrotherapy treatment, which is huge, um, infrared, massage therapy, Reiki, spiritual coaching and counseling, um, wellness consultations, and group programs for what anything from diet to illness and disease prevention. Oh, dang. And that's, and you specialize, and that's the wellness center, you do that as well? That's what the wellness center does. So I now specialize in, so I've pivoted a bit. So I still run and own and market and I'm, you know, I'm co-founder. So I stay with the business and always will stay with the business. Um, But I no longer see clients professionally anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Now I do all coaching. So I have pivoted now into more of the spiritual coaching. So I do a lot of intuitive readings. Um, I'm a spiritual coach myself. So I have my own coaching clients that I see through their process. A lot of them are business owners and entrepreneurs. So now my main job, I guess you would say, is coaching entrepreneurs through their own healing, whether it be physically, spiritually, energetically, so that they can really just show up and be a better embodiment of their practice or of their business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so many people are hustling till burnout 
and they really have something to serve. Like I believe that entrepreneurs are the healers of the world because they're learning how to heal themselves. And so that's kind of now how I, um, what I'm doing now more professionally with my actual like time is I see clients virtually for that. So I do business coaching from a spiritual perspective. Very cool. And then, so for people that think that spiritual is way too woo woo of mm -hmm. a word, what would, what do you mean by spiritual coaching? So what I work with is I work with connecting people to them, their higher selves, to their divine source, whatever they want to consider that to be and their physical body through healing whatever's going on in their body, whether that be mental and emotional blockages that they need to overcome, whether that be physical health that needs to change, adjustments that need to be made to their diet and or lifestyle to get their physical body in alignment. We can create autonomy if we are physically, mentally, emotionally sound. Then there's this element of energetics, which is kind of the subtle energies of the body, which has been practiced in Eastern philosophies since the dawn of time. And it is the baseline of most allopathic medicine that we know now. This is the original kind of teachings. So I also help people get that in alignment so that they can be more connected to what I call source, whatever that is that's like your divine power, yes. right? Because that's when you're going to be channeling your true life's purpose, your mission. That's when you're going to feel fulfilled. That's when you're going to be experiencing joy. So many people are seeking outside of themselves how to find happiness or peace or joy. When it's already there within them, there's just all this other shit going on <laughs> that they can't seem to unpack mm -hmm. to get to that. So because I started in the physical, I was became very familiar with root energy, right? And root energy is our first chakra and energy center that helps us to stay grounded. It helps us to feel safe. It helps us when uh, we're feeling insecure. It's what regulates um, our finances and it's the root of like our physical health problems, right? So I kind of learned that while working through this organ with people and healing the digestive organs and then slowly realized, hey, this is part of an evolution. You can start by just doing the baseline, but you can grow from there. Mm -hmm. And so if you follow the, the the chakra pillar of energy without getting too, you know, in there, without yeah. losing everybody down the <laughs> rabbit hole, you can follow that chakra pillar up. And it, it also is connected to different organs in the bodies, different health conditions in the bodies, different emotional states in the bodies, different trauma in the bodies. So if you can address each one, especially with a professional that can actually see where you're blocked, where you're, I don't like to use the word blocked, but you know, stagnant is a better word because nothing's actually blocked. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that can see where you're stagnant, also has the intuitive ability to know maybe where some of this is coming from from a generational standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can help guide you through the process of full healing. And mm. once you're there, you're autonomous. Yeah. You're autonomous at that point. Yeah. You've released yourself from any connections to ancestral trauma. You've released yourself from any stuff that's outside of you that's more physically based. You've released yourself from stigmas and belief systems that you had to subscribe to that weren't your own. Um, and once you can release yourself from those things, that's when you connect immediately to like your soul, your soul's mission, your soul's purpose, your higher self, and then spirit, right? Because that's where it resides. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, and, then, so, and this is the work you do. So right now so you're just one-on-one -on -one coaching. 
Yeah, one-on-one coaching and group coaching programs. Group coaching. So um, I have group coaching programs to help people walk through all the elements of this because obviously with my one-on-one clients, it's an extended period of time. We're working together for six months at a time to do Whoa. this because yeah. it's a it's a journey. It's a process. You know, we're talking about 20, 30, 60 is in one of my clients is 60, 20, 30, 60 years of it developing these behaviors. So it's a very like comprehensive, completely healing program. So I, my mission is to, you know, give it to people who've already gotten to the burnout point where they've already created, like me, they already created their hustle. They already created their empire. And now they're realizing I need to, I need to work on me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me to move on to the next expression of self. I need to be serving from a completely full and autonomous cup because once you've created one thing, you're not done. Yeah. There's another thing there to be had and it's going to be bigger, greater, and bolder than what happened before. So if I can help them to unlock their own healing and their own genius, then they can serve again mm-hmm. from a place of complete wholeness instead of a place of maybe triggers or fears or pain that they did first time around yes and projecting that onto whatever is going on whoa and that is you're pretty much just refining down their capabilities and just like yeah kind of where you're at now i mean you were doing a million things and now you're just doing one one thing yeah yes or no things or no things yeah there you go (laughs) i'm also really cool with doing no things like you know i'm at this point where i have learned in my own journey like the hustle is real you know what i mean like you i I felt the need to create not because I was creative. Now I am creative. Yeah. But I felt the need to create not because I was creative. I felt the need to create because I needed to create security. Because I didn't feel safe with other people being in charge of me. Mm-hmm. Because the people that were in charge of me in my early childhood, you know, they did the best they could, but I didn't see it as the best job or didn't make me feel safe. It didn't mm-hmm. register as safe. So when I started creating, I created from that space. Now, I still created something absolutely beautiful. There's no right or wrong in the world. Everything mm-hmm. you're doing, you're doing it at exactly the right time, exactly as it's supposed to be. Even the shadow parts of ourselves create something that is really remarkable and needed. Yes. But my goal is to take the people who've already done that and help them create more. Mm. And this time, create from a space of wholeness. Or this time, create from a space of gift and excellence instead of kind of the shadow or some of the fears that they were once creating from, right? Yes. Oh, love it. So, And I see you specialize a lot with women entrepreneurs. You also cater to men as well. I love men entrepreneurs. <laughs> I naturally attract male entrepreneurs. Uh, <laughs> I do. Um, so, no, I mean, I think right now I'm catering to women um, because that's my largest network. But, yeah, yeah I think um, I'm a really big fan, like, from a business coaching standpoint of, like, trying to maintain a more narrow niche to begin with as you're growing. And so since I'm just growing this, I mean, I've been doing this energetically for years, but since I'm just committing to this now i have niched down to women but guys i take all clients cool so guys girls come on now (laughs) reach out to sierra what is it i am sierra i am sierra mumford and it's c-i-a-r-a 
M-U-M-F-O-R-D. On Instagram. <laughs> um, very cool. That is amazing. And then um, and you're still going to keep the Wellness Center. And how many locations do you have? Yeah, the Wellness Center will be around for forever. We've got three here in San Diego. So cool. I think that's probably where we're going to max out for now until we decide to potentially franchise. Um, because we're not as physically involved as we were when it first started, um, it's a, you know, it's a little, um, less desirable to expand, I think you would, you would mm -hmm. say. So, um, yeah, so those are all here in Southern California and, um, we also are develop in process right now of developing our own at home cleansing like protocol that includes supplements. Mm -hmm. So we are reformulating supplements that um, my grandmother has been using for digestive cleansing for like 50 years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're just kind of up leveling those right now. And eventually probably within the next year, those will be available online. So for people who are like out of state or out of country, they can purchase a supplement program that they know has been effective for digestive cleansing because we've used it for over 30,000 people. Yeah. Um, but we will change the formulation so it's a little more gentle because originally it was used solely in conjunction with colonics. Well, you might not have a colon therapist near you. So in that case, you might need to do an enema or maybe you won't want to do anything at all. So we are having to change some formulations to accommodate like that population of people. But yeah, we do have a supplement program that we use in our office currently. Mm, and does any, can people reach out anywhere in the world that can um, get like your service, like for um, like the consultations? Yes. Yeah, so for people who are looking for specifically colonics, like they're not based here in California or Southern California, um, there's a really reliable website. It's the School for um, International Training and it's called IACT. And the um, website is i-act.org. And they have trained most, if not all, of the colon therapists that are certified um, internationally. And I can tell you they are pumping out amazing, amazing therapists because we actually have the number one school internationally with them. So I've gotten to hand select our therapists from that school. Mm. And um, there are therapists that come from all over the world to go to school and get that education and that certification. So I would check out that site to find somebody who is actually trained and certified near you. But if you don't have access to that, you can do enemas at home. I mean, an enema re only really gets the first foot and a half of the colon. But if you have access to that, do it. That's completely free. Mm -hmm. You can do it. It's completely like natural, safe. It's, I mean, some people are like, oh, it could be messy. It's not normally messy. Yeah. You just think it might be. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> totally, totally. And I mean, for someone that hasn't even gone there mentally, like, okay, wait, what? Do what? You know? Exactly. So it can be a little weird, but... Wow. Okay. Well, and so like if, but if someone like has something that they're dealing with health wise, oh, yeah, they can, can call they me, call you and yep, we reach can, out? I have a, um, you have your, there's an ability to book what's called like a discover me call. Um, and basically I send you a survey that you can fill out so I can determine whether or not you're a good candidate to work with me. Um, if you qualify for any sliding scale, cause I also do that. I won't, you know, I want to be really inclusive and help communities that may not normally have access to coaches because of the cost and expense of it. Um, and also helps me determine like what's the best way that I can serve the, serve you. 
So yeah, I can, um, that's on the Living Water Wellness website. And um, you can always schedule that and I, I'll get back to you and let you know what, how I could see us working together and you can go from there. Sweet. Livingwaterwellness.com? Yes, ma'am. Mer- yes, sir. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's usually what I say. Yeah. I'm always like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> In my country accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, wow. That is, I mean, and this is a lot of hope. So if you ever got any health issues, any diseases, you're not worried? No, and I actually have had my own health issues, concerns, oh. and and illnesses. So I was uh, diagnosed with cervical cancer in my early 20s. And they were very, very aggressive about trying to get me to, you know, do surgery. And I just said, you know, I'll talk to you guys in three months. I was harassed about getting the surgery over that three months. And that's when I went raw. So when I, I went um, completely raw food, the first couple of months was all alkaline. And then after the three months, obviously I went back, mysteriously disappeared. They told me that all of the um, tests I had had must have been, in, you know, false, false, uh, negative, false positives. Is that yeah. what they're called? It's been a couple of years now, almost 15 years now, so forgive me. But... Um, yeah, and I was like, no. <laughs> Wait. I, I cleansed it out of my body. I healed yeah. those cells. I mean, this is the interesting thing is that your cells duplicate every 90 days, right? So not, not regenerate, duplicate. So if you've got toxicity within that cell and you're not doing anything about it, you're going to duplicate another toxic cell. For instance, with breast cancer, this takes almost seven years before modern medicine can identify it, this duplication process. So you've had cancer in your body for seven years before it's duplicated to a place where they can find it in a mammogram. That's why I don't recommend mammograms. I don't recommend mm-hmm. anything, actually, because I don't prescribe medicine and I'm not a doctor. Nope. But that's why I, <laughs> that's why I talk to people about thermography. Because thermography is a scan and it can tell you if there's something going in, in, on in the body almost seven years prior yeah, yeah, yeah. than other technologies can do. So you can do what? Prevent. You can go towards the level of prevention. Mm-hmm. So that was my first experience. So you had, let's just get real, because you were like, oh yeah, you know, I had cervical cancer. You literally had cervical yeah, cancer. Yeah, I, I had been diagnosed previously with HPV mm-hmm. and then later diagnosed with cervical cancer. And then, he, and then it disappeared. Okay. And not, and not HPV disappeared. The cervical cancer disappeared. Because HPV always disappears when your immune system is strong. Two different, <laughs> two different diagnoses, I guess yeah. you would say. But one leads to the other. But one leads to the other. Okay. Whoa, that's intense. Okay. okay so that was the first time. Um, the second time was um, in my late 20s. I started to experience all the signs of what I thought was fibromyalgia. Very tired, inflamed joints, a lot of pain, um, chronic fatigue. And FYI, you guys, this is all because of me choosing hustle over healing. You can know everything you want about healing, but if you don't know how to take care of yourself energetically, the hustle will get you. (laughs) So even I... Was not aware of this at the time, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I went to my doctor and I'm like, hey, I don't know what to do. You know, she's running all the tests and nothing, everything's kind of inconclusive. And I, knowing what I know about autoimmune disease, I'm like panicking. This is so textbook, you know, I'm self-diagnosing. Um, the irony is this. Right around this time, I met through the, my doctor, um, and she's an allopathic doctor, um, a dentist who was just across the hall from her. And so me and this dentist are chit-chatting, and he's like, hey, I really want to do what you do, and you really need some dental work. At the time, I needed dental work. I hadn't had dental work in like literally eight or nine years. I'd had a bad experience with a dentist, so I was neglecting my dental work. And I was like, yeah, I really do. So we decided to do a trade. Flash forward to five years earlier, I was working with a thermographer, educating people on thermography for prevention. This is how dense I was being. Yeah, yeah. And she did a face scan for me. And she said, oh, honey, your jawline is very inflamed. Do you have anything going on periodontally? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I was supposed to get my wisdom teeth out a couple years ago. And I didn't want to do it because I had a bad experience with the dentist, blah, blah, blah. And she said, you really need to address your dental work because it's, it's an, there's an underlying infection that is affecting your immune system. Flash forward five years. And I'm having symptoms of an autoimmune condition. Hmm, where did that come from? So God puts this dentist in my life. We do a trade. He gets all of this, takes, starts to take care of everything in my mouth. And I'm seeing my doctor and I'm getting a lot of IVs and getting my immune system under control. And we're finding this hidden infection in my body that's causing an autoimmune response. And within three months, I'm better. I'm back to normal. Whoa. It was the periodontal issues. Yes, totally. Everything she had said to me five years earlier was affecting me five years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just didn't, I mean, I just didn't. You were, yeah. I lived by example. Yes. I lived by example, so just follow where I've been. (laughs) You were hustling and you were serving with what you knew, but you were still putting, I respect the fact that you were still putting that stuff out there and all that. But it has to come from inside not just yep yes that is crazy so in cervical cancer you can that could easily mean no baby yeah oh yeah and you got a baby yeah well that's my stepdaughter but oh. I'm, I'm cho- not choosing to have children but yes yeah. it can it can cause fertility issues for sure oh, wow. and we're oh. also dealing with an epidemic of fertility issues now too and don't even get me started on what that's from oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's your theory real quick okay well definitely birth control oh okay birth control is the devil um, and I, FYI, I love, I'm like a jokester, so these are the kind of phrases that I like. Yes. It's the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So birth control's the devil. Yeah. Um, yes, ma'am. And it's, it's causing fertility issues. Like, let's just get real. That's so obvious. Yeah, um, yeah. Our, our, our normal diet and everything and hormonal imbalances. Hormonal imbalances, which is the root cause of disease, is the first causing infertility as well. And then, um, you know, the V word. V word. We probably shouldn't say it. V word. Uh, it rhymes with um, assassinations. Oh yes, okay. Assassinations. Okay. okay. Oh whoa. I might have just come up with a <laughs> yeah. thing. Whoa, that is interesting. This is the world of assassination. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh. We, we could always go there, but I, yeah. I, I think maybe we can do it on a later one. Yeah, yeah, we could definitely Only do it. Only one of them will get blocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dang. Okay. Well, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot there. So we are, there is a world, you're not going to be out of a job anytime soon, pretty much. No. No. I don't think, I have a lot of job security. (laughs) Yes. We're in a world where you have a lot of solutions for a lot of things, real solutions. Yes. That's what I love about holistic stuff. It's very empowering. It's very stuff. Most of the stuff you can just do yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I, I love it. And do you see, and what's a vision for yourself for the future? Oh my gosh. You know what? I have been doing a really good job for the last year of not worrying about the future. (laughs) I mean, if 2020 taught us anything, it's that what we think we know, we have no idea. And I really just want to stay open. I spent the first 25 years of my life, probably from... Probably from about 5 to 30. Just grinding. Just pushing. Just manifesting. Just coming from that space. And the message that I've gotten over the last year is that everything can happen with ease and grace. Nothing requires force. Everything, when you're feeling like you need to be in force mode where you really need to be is in just breath mode like breathe and pause that's when the light gets in that's when spirit speaks to you I have a in one of my trainings I mean I don't know if we have time but I'll go there um I talk a lot about thy will versus you know your will so we have a lot of willpower to push our agenda and Futuring and coming up with ideas for where we want to be in vision um, can be really limiting in the way that we are trying to force our will instead of just being part of like divine will and like channeling our actual soul purpose. So I have been living my soul purpose up to this point for sure because of the way that I've been able to serve people in their lives and prevention and healing. Excuse me. Um, this next phase of my life is really just going to be about channeling whatever it is source wants me to do in that moment Mm. and just fully trusting and surrendering to the fact that whatever is meant to be for me will be for me. Whatever's not meant to be for me won't that I'll be fully provided for. And that if I continue to show up like that, that I can be fully in service. And so there isn't a ton of intentions. Um, I do plan on, trying to attempt to open a retreat center. Um, we That was our goal in the beginning of, or the end of 2019. And obviously we put that on hold, but it's still on my heart. So mm-hmm. I know it's still in the plans. Um, we'll probably start to break ground on that, fingers crossed, sometime in the beginning of this year. So I will try to create a space so that I can be one-on-one with people face-to-face mm-hmm. and facilitate that healing, whether it be energetically, spiritually, through my um, intuitive gifts or offering available treatments um, to people as like an intensive. So that is definitely on the agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of travel, yeah, yeah. lots of fun. Lots of sitting around in my PJs. Yeah. And living my best life. Yes. Um, you know, you're, you and I live both here in the mountains. I don't know if your viewers know where you live or not. Julian, California. Okay. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to like put you on blast. No, no, we're good. Um, but, you know, we moved, we moved here. Uh, we bought our home here 
because I was called to move out of the city in 2019. Mm. And um, I manifested a reason to move out of the city, and we moved out of the city, and we bought a home here in November of 2019. We moved into that home in... February of 2020, we went on vacation for two weeks, and then we came home to a closure. <laughs> Dang. So we literally moved into our home like three days. We lived in our home three days before the entire world closed down. Damn. Um, so I'm just continuing to live by those divine downloads, yeah. you know, and whatever is meant to be will be. But I do know one of the callings to come here was to be more connected to Mama Earth, mm -hmm. to start growing my own food, being in the outdoors, mm -hmm. having a place to breathe fresh air, um, you know, being able to be more ceremonial on what it was I chose to put in my body. There's not a grocery store right next to my house where I can buy junk. There's no fast food restaurants. I have no excuses to not be honorable. Everything I can do here, I can do and choose to be impeccable about. And we lose track of that, I think, when we're, like, in the city and in, like, a crazy hustle and bustle environment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so that was my motivation for being here. And now there's been so much downloads the last year for everybody. The collective is raising its frequency at, like, such incredible speeds that now that we're integrating all of that information, I think I finally just get to enjoy it a little bit. Yes. Enjoy being here. Enjoy the fresh air. Enjoy not being constantly bombarded with like emfs and 5g towers and the um unnatural lighting unnatural. the street lighting we get like here well, i was telling you i used to sleep in the back porch oh, and i, I would it. wake up and the sky was as clear as day oh my God, it yeah. was crazy and there's barely any street lights here we get, what a great place to have quarantine yeah no joke yeah Seriously. i need to have six acres to like run around and have my daughter run around like crazy and be outside and not be worried and you know I one of our when I said I manifested a reason to move out to the country I got sick again actually in after 2018 again from the same thing hustle and bustle and not taking care of myself mm -hmm. this is a constant <clears throat> lesson pattern uh, constant lesson that I'm here to not only experience but teach um and you know I had to acknowledge how toxic this city was and identify to like environmental toxins it's not just toxicity of what you put in your mouth or what you put in your mind or what you put in your spirit it's also environmental toxins that you unfortunately can't control mm -hmm. um you know uh, emfs 5g mold, exhaust exhaust mold. i mean this stuff exists and it's around you constantly and how is it affecting your health and how is it compromising your your immune system your liver and yep. so it was already energetically important for me to move but then I instead of following that gut instinct when I had it back in 2018 when I brought it to my husband he's like oh there's no way that's happening <laughs> instead I just figured out a way to manifest it yeah. <laughs> as like a, a need right yeah, yeah. which is exact and it worked by the way yeah. I just don't do it the hard way yeah. <laughs> do it the easy way so now I'm all about doing it the easy way yeah, I feel yeah. the nudge then I'm gonna let it happen easy so for instance I'll give you guys an uh, actual legitimate example when we bought our property we wanted to break ground and we could have probably done it and like dumped our savings into it or we could have taken out a loan and done it in that regard. We would have been sitting on that project for a year and a half with no financial 
reimbursement at yeah, all yep. during in a time when the whole world shut down. Mm-hmm. And no one was working, and yeah, there was yeah. no other money coming in. Yeah, yeah. right. I could have forced it. I could have. Yeah. Old me might have. Yeah. This version of me didn't. This version mm-hmm. of me was ready to just surrender and do things with ease. If it's not, it's okay if it's not meant to be. Even if it's part of my vision, if it's not happening right now, I don't need to force it. So I didn't feel pain the last year and a half that we haven't been able to make it happen. I know if it will happen when it's meant to happen and and it will happen in divine timing. I mean, I can't even imagine if I had put myself through the torture of forcing it where I would be right now. I mean, it would eventually come to fruition. In other words, you can do it the hard way. Yeah, you can, for you sure. You can do it the way where you push, push, push until you get what you want. Or yeah. you can do it in the way where you have ease and it happens in divine timing and you're not attached to the ups and downs of the outcome and you just let it be. Yeah. And I'm choosing to fucking let it be. Yes. <laughs> so that's where the no visions for the future, because that's you. But you're going by what feels like what's chiming internally. Chiming internally. And so, then, but that doesn't require a long-term vision. Yep, doesn't. I mean, I know the long-term vision is an intuitive. Like, I know that this part of my life, it really consists of being of service to people, not being concerned where money's going to come from when I do that. Um, traveling and enjoying my family, yes. um, deepening relationships with people that I love and care about, and um, you know, doing projects that I'm passionate about that serve people that I can do just from that space instead of a space of this is going to make me feel safe or secure once, mm-hmm. once I have this or once I have the money from this. Um, that, that old me is, has died and created space for the new me that just allows me to do, come from a place of service and gratitude and just continuing to show up. And I've had my best year ever, ever living like that. Totally. But it did require you learning all those lessons to get to this point for sure. Absolutely. And everyone will have the lessons that they go through for sure. But I think at the, at the end of the line, this is the lesson. Totally. Like if you're in, if you're in sovereign and if you're autonomous and you're connected to spirit or source, you can do it with ease and grace and trust. Totally. And, um, everything else is just an illusion. (laughs) Love it. Sierra Mumford, everyone. Sierra. Oh Lord. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Sweet. Livingwaterwellness.com. And now everyone in Julian's not going to want to be my friend. They're going to be like, that sure. girl's a psycho. That's <laughs> all right. That's all right. <laughs> oh That's amazing. So, yeah. Um, and you know, real quick before I'm coming to a close here, but people, I feel like there's a lot of coaches that are like, yes. they, they're, it's a very oversaturated market. And most people are just like, you know. Kind of, mm-hmm. it, you can be anyone and be a really good coach. You know, it doesn't matter. Where, Everyone's but, a coach at their core. Yes. You're but you literally lesson. have decades of experience and failures and recovering to be qualified to do what you're doing. Yes. I didn't take a, a two week course on how to teach people about lifestyle and coach them. And I don't technically consider myself a coach. I consider myself a mentor or a guide. Yes. Everything I do comes from my own spiritual intuition, um, which is not something that you can just learn in some kind of certification course. And it Mm -hmm. comes with 17 years of experience and generations of 
genetic knowledge. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. And um, healing. And healing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I don't technically consider myself a coach. I consider myself more of a mentor, mentor. or a guide. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you whatever word works for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you officially call yourself? A like, spiritual mentor. Spiritual mentor, okay. Right now I'm calling myself a hustle healer. Hustle healer. Yep. Girl, you're awesome. I am, um, yeah, I'm, I'm love, I love this conversation. I'm sure it'll be very helpful for people that are, that listened in. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Oh my God. I had so much fun. I know. And what a great time to spend during quarantine, like <laughs> up here and, you know, and I'm so glad I met you and you're doing awesome things. Oh, for people that are interested in Clubhouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or, that's what it's called, right? Clubhouse, Clubhouse is where I'm spending all my time right now. I am <laughs> ashamed to admit that sometimes it could be up to eight hours a day just literally giving free information on Clubhouse. Yes. Um, but I'm loving it. It's amazing. It It's still kind of in beta, so it's hard to get in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to Clubhouse. It's like this very... It's a very elitist thing that's going on right now. Yep, yep. I'm in it now. <laughs> I let him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, if you can get into it or you can sign up for it, you should because I do think that it's a different way of, of networking. It's a different type of social network mm-hmm. that really allows people to communicate like this mm-hmm. um, and you and connect with each other on a much deeper level than like just, eh, here's a photo of my perfect life or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. A, Instagram. A, yeah, curated YouTube video or, um, you know, all the politics and the drama on Facebook. It's like yeah. an escape from that. It's, people are learning how to have conversations with people and learn, be educated, absorb information, like, from other people. Yes. <laughs> Something we haven't done in a long time. Okay, yeah. So, and once that gets up and going, if you're interested in Clubhouse, see her on there. Instagram, for sure. She's always putting up her stories. <laughs> I love them. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So Instagram's I am Ciara Mumford. Clubhouse is at Ciara Mumford. Um, Facebook is at Ciara Mumford. Uh, you know, you can usually find me in all the places. Yes. Okay, sweet. So thank you again. This was awesome. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to be asking a little bit more on that coaching stuff, the mentoring stuff, but that's Well, yeah, and we'll get you in for a clonic. Yeah. (laughs) What the? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Well, thank, you. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us, and um, I'll see you next episode.